All right, let's get started. Good morning, everyone. Let me put my tournament in and let's get started with the calls. Welcome after a long, beautiful, happy, and joyful summer. We are back. This is, guys, the fourth quarter. Yes, I know, officially the fourth quarter starts on October 1st. However, this is actually, if you count the days, the fourth quarter, because by December 13th, which is Friday, pretty much the year is over. So we actually have 12 weeks to make things happen and close financially before the end of the year. Because everything you do the first and the second week of November, December, and actually the last week of December, you know that it's not going to happen. Let me make sure that my phone is not working here. There we go. Okay, so let's get started with your questions from last week. Let me show them for, uh, to you. And again, if you have yourself some questions, make sure you go to the forum, uh, to the chat, and you answer them here. We will answer here for you, right here in the chat. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Let's get started right here. Let me share with you my entire screen. And let's go through our questions. Here we go. So the first question I wanted to take from last week and was from Karen. Karen said, I'm currently running ads on Facebook. I'm getting some leads. My question is now, what do I do now? I have email addresses. What do I do with them? Karen, very, very, very good question. All right. So what do we do? Stop sharing right here. Okay, so what do we do with the emails? Remember, selling, it's not an event. Selling, it's a process. Those leads, Karen, that you're getting, whether it's from Facebook, from Zillow, Trulia, Realtors.com, Postcards, whatever whatever activity you're doing to generate leads, it's not that those leads are called. Who is called? In this case, you, Karen, are called. Got it? So you need to warm yourself up to those leads. And how do you do that? Through enough frequency and consistency. You need to make sure that you are relevant to those people. You need to make sure that you start positioning yourself as the expert. By the way, Karen, that doesn't only happens to you, it happens to everybody else. And most unsuccessful agents, struggling agents, and usually new agents get frustrated because they are getting the leads from different sources, but they are not converting those leads right away. And the number one reason they are not converting, it's because they have false expectations. It is very unlikely that we are going to convert a lead in the first or second call. That is why, here's the answer for you, what do you do with those emails? You need to put, in, put them in an automatic email marketing campaign through a very specific system. You can use our systems, octopusagent.com. You can go to octopusagent.com and learn exactly how it works. You can use any other type of system, MailChimp, Constant Contact. However, you need the content and you need to automate it yourself. But at the end of the day, what Octopus Agent does, what MailChimp uh, does, Constant Content, they do, it's make sure that you have enough frequency and consistency with the right content to position yourself as the expert of choice. Karen, Familiarity, it's one of the strongest human emotions. When you see a famous person in the street, what happens immediately, right? You are very curious. You wanna take a picture with that person. And even if you don't say anything, you keep looking at that person. Why? Because of 
familiarity. You've seen that person many, many times through your uh, phone, through TV, etc. That person has been with you virtual in your home, in your in your office, in your car, over and over and over again. They became familiar to you, and that is. It's exactly to do answering again your question. You need to become familiar to the people that you're getting the lead from. Because the more familiar you become to them, the easier it's going to be for you to convert them. Got it? So number one thing you need to do, again, answering your question, is to have an email marketing system, email marketing sequence automated with the right content. If those are buyers, content for buyers. If they're sellers, content for sellers. That again, that again allows you to position yourself as the expert of choice. Is that the only thing you should do? No, but that's the first thing. Why? Because email, not to mention that it's the cheapest way to get into your to your leads, email is the one thing that every single lead has. Yes, a lot of people go into Facebook, a lot of people check Instagram, but not everybody has them. A lot of people read the paper, but not everybody reads the paper. A lot of people get postcards, but not everybody gets uh, the postcards. I never see postcards. My wife filters those postcards, postcards for me, right? Well, the one thing that we all have in common is the email. And we go into our inbox at least 17 times per day, on average, 17 times per day. Now, for some of you, this is the objection because I get it a lot in our seminars. Oh, yeah, but people don't open the emails anymore. Wait, 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 wait a minute. The number one, the number one reason we do email marketing is not for people to read our emails. I know that when we, the consumers, go into the inbox, we are in the lead mode. We are going to delete, 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 delete. But in the process of deleting first, they need to see your name, Karen. Right? So again, by seeing your name, you're becoming familiar to them. By seeing your name, eventually when they see something of interest to them, they're going to open it. And those people that open your email, Again, to answer your question in a more detailed way, those people that answer your emails, those are the people you should be calling. That's why we say you should never, ever, 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 ever do cold calling. It doesn't make sense to call call people, right? Stop selling like it is 1985. Now that we have these systems that are very effective and very inexpensive, use them so you never have to do a cold call again. I hope that answers your question. It's very, very, very important that we understand what to do with those leads that we are generating. So I want to say good morning to the people that said good morning. Scott, good morning from Sunny Alps. Georgina, good morning. I haven't seen you in a while. Georgina, Scott, thank you very much. You are very active in the platform. Christian, good morning. Lara, good morning. Davia, good morning. As Scott said, should we up augment the emails in our drip campaign with some personal emails? Yes, you should. On occasions, definitely, perhaps a new listing that is well-priced if dealing with buyers or market updates with sellers. Yes, definitely, Scott. As long as it's relevant to your ad audience, you don't have to only limit yourself to, for example, if you're using Octopus Agents, to the emails that we have programmed, automated for you. And if you're using any other, and I know, Scott, I think you're using uh, Octopus Agent. But if you're using MailChimp Constant Contact, don't limit yourself to the automations you've created. If you have relevant emails for this week, by all means, 
send them to them very 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 good question all right jenny good morning i'll see you today in the afternoon ed good morning all right guys uh so let's says kim says is octopus agent only available for the mls in south florida uh yes kim right now uh octopus agent has the mls available for for south florida up to uh west palm beach however here's the most important thing a lot of people say, but I need the MLS in my site. You can redirect them to the free MLS site that you have in uh, through your association. The most important thing on a website is not the MLS. As a matter of fact, I'm a person that I'm, I'm, I'm of the, uh, the opinion that we shouldn't even have an MLS in our site. And the reason we added the MLS to Octopus Agent is because agents just wanted it. But again, the MLS is not going to position me as the expert of choice. I know that perception came a very good point. That perception of the consumer when they go to a real estate agent site, they think that we are only showing them the properties that we want them to see. You know, you and I know, Kim, that that's not the reality because the M the uh, the IDX, the MLS in the site is pulling that information from the original source, which is the MLS. But the consumer doesn't see it like that. And research so, uh, shows that uh, buyers do their search on the big, big sites like Realtors.com, Zillow, and Trulia. So the number one thing on a website is to have the relevant content segmented for buyers and for sellers linked to an email marketing sequence so we can start positioning ourselves as i said before as the experts of choice so if you were to ask me what's more important the content for buyers the content for sellers the guides for buyers the guides for sellers the hooks the automation and the sequence and the analytics or the mls definitely the former why every single site has an mls it has no original value because they can see that information anywhere else right very very important so if you're thinking about whether to have a local website with mls or a more broad website with way more tools i highly recommend you use the first, uh, the second one. All right, very good. Scott said, thank you. Thank you very much to you. Awesome advice. Thank you, Kim. All right, and you guys are very, very active. Kim, Scott, Chris, um, you guys are very, very active in the uh, in the, uh, in the the platform. Chris is right here. I thought about you guys, uh, Chris. I was doing some yoga this weekend in the Pine Tree, uh, Pine Tree Park after running in Miami Beach. So Chris, uh, you might know why I made this comment. Very, very nice area. Okay, let's keep going, guys. Uh, right here, the questions we have for today. Let me keep sharing my screen so I can continue. Share right here. There we go. Second question uh, from Karen right here. Hi, Orlando. Do you have any updates, uh, any update course covering strategies based on the new Facebook advertising rules? Let me see if you guys can see what I'm posting. Uh, yes, you guys are. Okay. Uh, again, one more time. Hi, Orlando. Do you have any updates covering the strategies? Strategies. Very good. Based on the new Facebook advertising rules, like no zip codes, no age, and no homeownership demographic interest allow setting up the ad for real estate. Jose Antonio, very, very good question. Let me answer it for you. So there is no secret 
for most of you that Facebook changed their policy, right? Uh, and the reason being is that the government pushed very, very hard uh, for the non-discriminating people. And it makes some kind of sense. Some of you might agree, some of you might not, right? So before we could advertise somebody, for example, the five secrets to buying a home in downtown Miami. And you would say, I only wanna say, uh, show it to certain people, certain age, uh, certain income, etc., And that's discriminating. Some of you, again, might, might agree, some of you might not. Now, we can't segment our audience in terms of age, in terms of certain demographics. However, we can filter the people that become interested on our ads depending easily on the title. So, for example, if I only want to target specific people in downtown Miami, how would I do it? Let's say I only want to deal with properties over half a million dollars, right? So, and I can segment only by a zip code, all right? But a, a, a little bit bigger area, very simple, all right? The three, if you are planning to sell your home in downtown Miami, or if you're buying to buy a home, if you're planning to buy a home in downtown Miami and half, $500,000 or more, don't until you read this report about downtown Miami or about specific building, 10,000 uh, museum in downtown Miami. What am I doing? By describing what I'm offering in that ad, downtown Miami, specific building, the price at uh, the price point, I'm eliminating people that might not be interested, right? If you see an ad that says, you know, the three things you need to know before buying a $3 million home in Naples, would you download that? Most of you, unless you're in, uh, in Naples, you wouldn't want to download it, right? So understanding the, the new rules that apply to Facebook in terms of advertising, make sure that you are very specific in your title. So you can actually get the most qualified people, the most targeted people, the better audience for your specific needs. Got it? Very simple. Use the right titles. Be very specific. All right. So Chris says, amazing advice. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. So let's keep going. And again, if you have questions about Facebook, because lately for the past two weeks, we've gotten a lot, a lot of Facebook questions. And the best way to do it right now is to be very specific on your title. So let's go to the next one right here. Share. All right. So let's go to the next one from Karen. All right. So the next one says, Laura, I'm going to use postcards for my lead generation tool, or I would get a campaign. Where can I find all information I need to learn about postcards and master this platform? So, all right, I want you to go, guys, to this very specific uh, Montiel organization. I want you to go here, slash agent, the agent. I want you to go to this specific site for those of you who are in the process of creating a OMTL5 uh, name Orlando. I want you to go here. And for those of you who are creating 
I want you to go here to page number 21 if you're creating a postcard, actually page number, uh, number 20 in this specific, here we go. If you are creating a postcard campaign, I want you to go here to that specific link that I show you and go to page 20, all right? Enter, all right? On page 20, that's the agent magazine, and I'm gonna show it to you right now, the things you should have in a postcard, all right? So here we go. That's our digital magazine, the agent. So if you see it here, this magazine right here. And we show you exactly here the type of title, the picture, uh, the landing page website, the hook, what you should offer if you're planning to do a postcard campaign. Don't send a postcard. Do not create a postcard campaign before reading these two pages, 20 and 21 from the Agent Magazine, which I'm giving you the link, the digital version, so you can create the right postcard campaign. We've done this for many, many, many years with so, so many agents. Please avoid the mistakes most agents are making. That's what we're here for, to filter the mistakes and give you only what works. This is what works when you're in the process of creating a postcard campaign. Got it? Very, very important. Good question. So let's go to the next question right here. And again, if you have questions, do not hesitate to ask. Uh, okay, so Manuel Saldivar, how to get how to get emails from people? All right, so how do we get emails from people? Let me go. First, you have two options, all right? The cheapest and fastest option is to buy an email list from a company that provides the list in a very, the, the list in a very specific zip code. If you're interested on that, just email me at Orlando at Montierorganization.com and Orlando, please send me a couple of companies that provide the email list. Be, keep in mind that those companies only have a success rate or valid active email rate of about 30 to 35%. So for every thousand emails they provide you, only about 30 to 35% will work, but it's very, very inexpensive. We won't cost you more than $300, $350. So it's very cost, very cost effective, right? And it's actually very, very good. They can give you two, 3,000 different emails. And when you account for that, we're talking about 750 to 1,000 good emails. For three, $350 is a very good deal. And it happens immediately, overnight. You can have that list in your specific zip code within hours, right? So that's one way. The second way is through different campaigns. It doesn't really matter the platform, right? We need to offer something of value to that person. When we do it on Facebook, and I'm very, I'm an advocate of Facebook because it's very inexpensive, it happens very fast and it's not difficult to set up, right? So those are the two main ways I would suggest you use to getting emails. Also, when you're doing open houses, you need to offer something. Here's the seven things you need to know before buying a home. So I'm gonna give you a document by registering your email here or by downloading it here, we're going to send it to you via email. That way you get the email from that person. So again, I'll give you another way of getting emails. Guys, very important that you focus on getting emails. That is key, that is the heart 
to your business, your database, all right? Facebook can close your account tomorrow. Instagram can do it as well. Any other company, MailChimp can close your account tomorrow. But if you have that database on an Excel sheet, CFB form, that is your world. That is your main asset in your business. So make sure that not only you grow it every single day, but that you nurture your campaigns, your people, your list every single day, all right? So let's keep going here with the questions. Good questions from that last week. We were on vacation, but a lot of people were asking amazing, amazing questions. Let's go to the next one right here, which would be the last one for today. We are at minute 22, we still have some time. All right, Nuri Hernandez says, fantastic module and very important. Question, should I qualify the client before showing the first property? Or should I need in a property that he or she is interested in and there qualify them? I have spent so much time with clients that have never committed. Please advise. This is a great, great question. Great, amazing question, especially for new agents. Guys, if you don't learn anything else in real estate, in selling, learn to pre-qualify. Please write this down because it's very, very important. Before you meet in person with any single client, you need to know five things, five pre-qualifying questions. And actually, my marketing coach, Perry Marshall, says to me, those are not pre-qualifying questions. Those are disqualifying questions. You want to disqualify as many people as possible, all right? And here we go, the five key questions. You need to ask them first, what? What is it exactly that you're looking for? Is it a home? Is it a townhome? Is it a condominium? Is it a high rise? Is it on a low floor, city view, ocean view? What is it that you want? Explain to me, describe to me what you want so I can go and look for it for you. Number two, where do you want it? What area in the city? Where do you live right now? What about your family? What about your friends? Where do they live? All right. What what part of the uh, of the uh, city do you like? What part of the city you don't like? Where? Explain to me in details. Where do you want to move? Number three. Why? Explain to me why. And you need to ask the same question. The why three times. Why do you want to move? Well, I want to live close to my office. Why do you want to live closer to my office? Because my commute time is about an hour and a half each way every single day of the week. Okay, I got it. That's important for you to save time. But why is it so important for you to save time commuting? Well, because I have a wife and two kids. And when I get home, I don't have enough energy to spend quality time with them. That's the real why. That is the why that I'm going to use as a motivator for my client to take action. But I need to deep, deep, go deep, deep, deep in my why question to make sure that I understand exactly what motivates my client to take action. Again, what do you want? Why, 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 why? And then we use that. Number four, it's when. When do you want to buy? When do you want to sell? Some people, for example, let's say it's a buyer. No, no, get me something that I like in an area that I like and the price that I like, and I'll buy it right away. Oh, Mr. Buyer, that means that if I get you what you want for the price you want in the area that you want, you'll be able to put an offer today? Oh, no, 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 oh, not, not today. I need to sell my property in uh, Spain or in Italy 
or in South America, or I need to liquidate an investment that I have that is going to take about three months. Okay, so it's not right away. The when, it's not right away. And finally, very important, and a lot of agents are afraid to ask the, that qualifying question, it's how much? How much you want to sell for? How much you want to buy for? That is key. If I don't have those five questions clear, I'm going to waste a lot of my time, and I'm going to waste a lot of my client's time. So very important, like any doctor, when you go to the doctor, let's say you go to the doctor and say, doctor, it hurts right here. Okay, take this pill. How would you feel if the doctor doesn't ask you any qualifying questions? But if the doctor takes the time to ask you, when did it start hurting? Do you have any pre-existing condition? Has your family suffered a, you know, a hand uh, uh, pain, whatever? And he starts, the more questions he asks, the more he positions himself as an expert and the more comfortable you feel that he can help you. It's the same thing in real estate. I'm not asking that person about their, about their personal life, right? I'm not asking them about how much money they have in the bank, investments, how are they doing with their spouses. None of that is something that is ex, 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 only, only, only related to the process of attaining the goal of buying or selling a home. And very simple, if the client doesn't want to collaborate with me, I'm not going to waste my time because I won't be able to find what he or she wants because I don't know what I'm looking for. Got it? So it is very important that you go through those five pre-qualifying questions. What do you want? Where do you want it? Why do you want it? When do you want it? And how much on the phone before you invest physical time with that person on the street. Very, very important question. All right, guys. So it is already nine at 1028. Please, I see many of you here in the call today extremely active on the forum. We are here to answer questions for you. Make sure you post them. As you saw, those are questions that I get from the forum. I want to make sure we answer all of them for you. I want to make sure that you understand that you have a coach on demand. Our whole team is here to assist you in the process of generating leads and converting those leads for you. That's our mission, to make sure that we provide you the best marketing and sales training and tools for you, the real estate agent. So take advantage of this training. Make sure you sign in in the platform every single day. You invest 20 minutes of your day because in order for your business to grow, who has to grow? You have to grow. And that is a never ending endeavor. So it's, I'm so, so happy to have you here today. This is the fourth quarter. One more thing that I want you to do today after this call, if I ask you right now, What's your goal for the fourth quarter? What's your goal for the fourth quarter? Most agents won't have a very clear idea. When you ask the typical agent, tell me what's your goal for the next 90 days. This is the typical answer to make more money and to have more clients. So more money is what? A thousand dollars more in three months, a hundred thousand dollars more in three months, one client in three months, 10 clients in three months. What is it exactly? So that answer, the more specific you are, the more specific your activities are going to become. The number one issue agents have is that they don't know what to do next because they don't know exactly where to go because they don't know exactly what their goal is. So today, please pause. 
once you hang up today's uh, uh, session, make sure you write down what is it exactly that you want to accomplish in the next 12 weeks. And once you write that down, write down the activities you need to perform in a weekly basis so then we can break it down in a daily basis. So by the end of the year, December 13th, which is a Friday, you've become the agent you wanted to become with the productivity you said you wanted to achieve. You close the year and get started for next year in a high note. Oh, Rose said, Scott said, when will you have a Facebook class for gringos? Right now, Scott, we are completely booked on the live class, but I will let you know. I'm going to put your name uh, down for that, and, I, and I'll let you know uh, and as, soon as, as soon as we have it. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have it right now. I have a very, very busy schedule uh, for the next two or three weeks, uh, but you are not the only one asking for it. I know we have a lot of demand for the Facebook one, so I'm going to ask and I'll get back to you in the next two weeks. If you don't hear from me in the next two weeks about the Facebook uh, course uh, in English, let me know, all right, and I'll get back to you. Rose says, do you know when the next online technical support session for Octopus Agent is? Uh, Rose, very good. We have uh, a session every single week. I'll ask my uh, support team to let you know, and uh, if you can send me an email, please, Rose, uh, to Orlando at MontierOrganization.com asking me for the next session. You're welcome, Scott. Uh, I will make sure that I'll give you the date, all right? And uh, remember, again, we have uh, a technical session every single week, all right? Until next week, guys, make it a very, very productive day. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.